Welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me is actually Craig and Rashawn. We were able to tackle our technical difficulties, and we got everybody here. We've got a lot of awesome stuff going on. Right now, we're actually doing a different kind of recording, so I believe that the quality is going to be better. But the big news for the Sportscast... We have a website going up, so you can check us out now at bluebrothersportscast.com. Episodes, football schedules, we're going to have photos up there. Just got it up and running, so other than our episodes, there's not a lot of content, but definitely during the off-season, as this time goes on, we will add to it. So, Craig and Rashawn, how are things going? Things are good. Things are awesome. Who could possibly have it better than us? Nobody. That is right. <laughs> and a lot has actually happened in the past few days. Uh, we're here recording on Monday night. And uh, as I mentioned before, though, um, I had to do the last episode solo so that we're not stuck by ourselves with just my take on the spring game. I'm actually going to open it up to Craig and Rashawn. Uh, Rashawn having the interesting experience of actually being able to be there and uh, see some of the media perspective of the game. So we're going to get their thoughts, and then we're going to talk about everything that has all the great news that's been happening in the past couple of days. So uh, actually, Craig, I'll hand it off to you first uh, to get conversation going about the spring game, and then Rashawn, whenever you want to, feel free to jump in. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and start. I mean, let's you know, and I want Rashawn to chime in whenever he can because he was there at the spring game because. Um, um, most of the time when you're at the live version of things, even at the football games, you see things a lot of the viewers don't see on TV or even when you see a video. Um, what I want to know is, um, and I saw some tape on the big question um, during the game was, um, how good is the defense? Obviously, we have, a, I think, a killer defensive line, and our defense at our secondary is probably one of the best in the country. Um that they were so good, and I would say our defense is probably going to be the best in the country, that our offense looked that bad. Or they just, obviously, I think our, our offense looked pretty good because I don't think anybody was out of position um, from what I saw. Um, I thought everybody was playing their roles right, not like Devin Gardner, um, who I have a tremendous respect for. But a lot of times at spring game, I thought he looked lost at times at quarterback. Um, but uh, I'm going to kind of turn it over to Rashawn and what he thought on um, offense versus defense and vice versa. Yeah, I just think that um, we're witnessing the hardball effect with this team. I mean, there was competition at every position. Um, I really like the tight ends. They really stood out to me. Um you see a lot of uh, competitive juices with even the linebackers. Everybody was talking about how the linebackers was going to be, you know, possibly a weak spot for this team. I don't think so. Um, Mike McGarry, um, Big Ben. I mean, it was a lot of good players. I like mm -hmm. Devin Bush Jr. out there. He's actually bigger than I thought he was in person, <laughs> you know. Uh, and Kareem Walker. I'm on the sideline, you know, I'm and I'm like, whoa. These guys are bigger than I thought they were. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about this team. You know, um, only person that's really um, being negative right now is, you know, our haters. You know, 
uh, the team down there. You know, I got some um, DMs and some messages, you know, some guy talking about, oh, you talking about the offensive line and all of that, and they're just talking crazy. And I'm like, were you watching the spring game? And what did I just say? It was spring game, so it's still early. And um, I like the running game. I mean, I just think this team, top to bottom, is uh, in great shape. I'm excited about the season. Yeah, I, I anticipate that we're going to see some things that we haven't seen in a really long time. I mean, last year was something special, but this year I just think things are going to be getting better and better. And uh, not to break down things too much into too many details and go anything like position by position, but obviously hot topic was uh, quarterback play and everything. I gave uh, some of my insight last time. Uh, I was just thinking that really it's kind of – it used to be a three-horse race, and I honestly believe that's gone down to two. I believe uh, Shane Morris has kind of uh, stepped back out of the running. Uh, not that he doesn't have the talent to play or anything like that, but him kind of getting involved in the trick plays and everything, I think his double, dual threat of being in the wide receiver position will be more valuable than keeping him at quarterback all the time. But uh, we'll go opposite this time. And, Rashawn, if you want to start uh, just with a couple thoughts on quarterback play from what you were able to see actually being at the game. I think um, Winston Spade is going to be very, very good. I mean, I believe last year when he played, his confidence, he just played with such confidence. I think it's going to come down to him and um, John. Um, I honestly like Brandon Peters. You know, he may get a red shirt, but that kid looks pretty good. You know, he was very decisive with his throws. He had a strong arm. But I believe Coach may red shirt him, you know, to save, you know, the year or whatever. But um, my pick, if I had to pick right now, I would say Winston's going to win that battle. Nice. Uh, Craig, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually saw some tape on um, Spate, and boy, I'll tell you, man, this is a really tough call, like Rashawn was saying. This is a really tough one because I think Spate is, seems to be running the offense a lot better, similar in as Rudock did. Um, he doesn't have a strong arm uh, at all. Uh, he's got an okay arm, and Jake Rudock didn't have a very strong arm either, but he obviously was able to win and throw some decent passes. Uh, John O'Corn has the arm to do it, but he's kind of new to the offense um, as far as what I'm seeing. And I, I actually think, I, I really don't even think within the first three or four games we're going to have a starting quarterback. I mean, you might have a starter at the beginning, but I think he's going to mix in Spade and O'Corn. I don't, I, I just, it's not getting to a point where I see either one's going to take over and win this this and and kind of getting what you're saying, Caleb was uh, Spate uh, or and Rashawn was saying that the very fact that he ran the offense a little bit better, he didn't look like he was flustered in the pocket. As a, a, a corn, on the other hand, looked like he was. Like I thought he tucked and ro- uh, ran a little bit too much. Um, there are times, obviously, the defense was uh, really, really, really good that he didn't have a choice, but. There were times where he actually just hiked the ball and tucked and run, and I don't think Harbaugh's going to dig that too much, and I'm not sure how tough he is yet, so we'll see. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I saw him do that a lot. I mentioned that before. 
But, but I was going to say, if we had to pick today, I would go with Winston. You know, yes. uh, you got to believe that coach is going to have – whoever wins this battle really will earn it by the time the season rolls around. And because um, uh, O'Corn, he, he showed a lot of lot of mobility. Um, yep. But I just think, you know, he got to get, you know, the uh, the chemistry with the receivers. And it's just a lot going on. But I think by the time the season rolls around, we'll have a clear-cut uh, favor. And whoever gets it, I, I know will be prepared – to win that Big Ten championship for us. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's no worry on uh, my side, and I think a bunch of the fan base side, at least, uh, that we won't have a competent, competent, capable quarterback. It's just going to be interesting to see who it comes down to, as always. Um, With the uh, spring game, uh, Craig, uh, we'll direct it your way, and just if you have any other thoughts, and then um, actually... Sean, if you want to mention anything, because uh, like we know that you had the interesting experience this year with getting some behind-the-scenes things and maybe just sharing some of the things that went on with you while you were there. But, Craig, if you want to start things off and then uh, Rashawn finish it out. Um, yeah. I, well, obviously the quarterback is always going to be the biggest topic, I think, that everybody's talking about on Twitter and uh, the fans and who's going to win that job. Um, but I also think, um, I, I tell you what, and I'm sure Rashawn just is going to agree with me, is I am absolutely excited and, and it's incredible to watch how the secondary and how they're playing. I mean, when I see Stribling, Stribling's playing like he's a first-round draft pick. I mean, that guy is killing it. Right? And, and you got Jordan Lewis, who's going to be – a pro too, and Demonte Thomas, man, and that catch and that uh, interception. I mean, what a pick! And it's going to be amazing. I'm not worried about the secondary. That defensive line is scary. That's how good they are. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be worried about the what the first three or four games we play because we got what a couple rookie quarterbacks and new coaches and not very good teams we're playing and i think we're going to be all over them yes and then you got to realize too you got david long levert those guys not even on campus yet oh yeah i said you can see it from top to bottom competition at every position and one thing i noticed uh you know being um doing a press conference these guys really love each other and they love the competitive uh, juices. Um, I was talking to uh, Davion Smith, and he was just saying how coach have them competing. Who's the fastest to the dinner table? Who's I mean, everything they do, they're competing. And so he was saying that, you know, the competition is great for the team. And um, that's why I always say on the blueprint, too, it's going to get to a point in Michigan where the practices will be harder than the actual games because iron sharpens irons, and these guys are just going at each other, and everybody's getting better. You know, like um, when I was uh, talking to uh, Jordan Lewis, he was talking about um, how Amir Mitchell, I mean, this yeah. guy is, he said, this guy's the truth. Yeah. And he was talking about Drake Harris. He's like, you know, I see these guys in practice. I mean, he's like, hey, these guys, they battling. We battling with each other. So, I mean, it's a great uh, place to be for Michigan, and I'm excited, super excited about the season. And, guys, it's, it's going to be a, a great run. Yeah, how big is that Devion Smith, man? Oh man, you know he's a little fella compared to me, but you know, nah, <laughs> he's a big dude, man. He's a monster, man. Oh, he is. He looks like it, man. 
yeah, and, and his con- and I and see that's another thing, you know, even with the uh, the competition. Um, I said it maybe about three or four episodes of the Blueprint ago that my sleeper um, actually was the Florida when we was down in Florida. Ty Isaac, man, this this kid is a monster. He reminded me of AP out there. I mean, yes. I was like, whoa! I had to do a double look. I mean. He came back with a fire. You can see it in his eyes, man, and that cutback move he has. I mean, I called it, you know, Netflix got Daredevil back. I called him the Punisher, man. <laughs> He's punishing guys. Yeah, I was just saying that. I mean, I was. I, thought, I saw the same thing. I saw a tape on Ty Isaac and Spring Game, and I said, there is what I think Carball was looking for when he, uh, he sent that uh, letter to him. And into his fans and just said, hey, you know what? Uh, my head wasn't in, in the game all, all the time. Um, I just think Harbaugh saw something in him and believed in him. And, and to get to, I think he's going to run like that five-star running back that he was supposed to be. And he went to USC and, and came here. And I think he's, he's going to do really, really well. Um, he just, I said that, um, to Caleb Rashawn that his is all mental, man. This is, this game's all mental. It's not about power and, you know, it's a lot about skill, but it's a mental game. And I think Ty Isaac just needs to get that part down. He's going to be a stud. A stud, going to be a monster. We got the monster squad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. And then, hey, uh, actually, we haven't talked about it on the show, but them calling the 2017 class the uh, the Michigan Blueprint. How about that, man? Yeah. That's an awesome name, you know. <laughs> they named it after my show. I'm so excited. Building this uh, program one recruit at a time. I mean, even the recruits were excited about it. And um, I tell you, once the name dropped, uh, I thought we had a crazy buzz, man. It really got crazy. I mean, I think we went over like a thousand views in one day nice. once they dropped that that blueprint. So it's exciting times, man. I mean, I talked to a lot of recruits, and I believe it's going to be a lot of uh, backlash, even with this ruling that they came up with. A lot of recruits, man, are not feeling what they pulled off, and you know, in the corpus that's responsible. Yeah, and that's a that's a perfect segue right into that, actually. Yeah. Um, because <clears throat> that that is really the hot topic now. I mean, spring game is kind of practically getting into old news. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to cover it and everything. But with everything coming out with the NCA ruling about banning the satellite camps and everything, I honestly wasn't. Uh, I it totally got out of mind for me and everything. And so I just landed on Twitter and saw the explosion and the aftermath of that. And it's just it's disappointing. And as everybody says, you know, you're thinking of all those student athletes that are going to be missing out because of it. And it's it's so frustrating and it just ah, gets you because you see you see all the things wrong and it's so plain and so obvious. And yet there's that um, structure, not corporate, but the the entity nothing ever happens nothing ever changes but this uh, there is that petition going around so maybe that'll at least get things rolling with this yeah i mean and it comes time tired of morons making decision that affects you know so many other people i mean that decision they did that because they're scared of harbaugh i could care less what people are talking about they did that because of coach jim harbaugh i mean 
everybody, when James Franklin was doing the satellite camp, nobody cared, you know. The minute Harbaugh comes back to Michigan, he does satellite camps. They want to complain about it. They want to go to the NCAA talking, you know, you guys need to do this. I mean, they're such hypocrites, and it frustrates me because they do not care about the student athlete. They're being selfish, and for selfish reasons to try to protect their students or their, you know, uh, recruiting areas. But like I told them, I'm your worst nightmare. I'm not an employee of Michigan, so I can talk to recruits and much as I want to. And when I'm talking to these recruits, man, they are upset because, especially in Alabama, they were really excited about Michigan coming down there, you know, to see them perform and put on the show for the coaches. I mean, it's just it's just sad, man. I hope we can reverse this with the petition that's going forward. I mean, it's just really – I'm really frustrated right now. Yeah, it's absolute joke. I mean, when I heard it come down, I was in Florida, and somebody texted me that, and I just said – You've got to be kidding me. And then the second thing I said, well, had it been the SEC that pushed this thing through with the coaches and the ridiculous, um, our, uh, what's pretty much Saban crying and the old Miss coach uh, crying and all these other SEC schools crying about, about this. Not all of them, but all, most of them. But, um, yeah, the rule is just ridiculous. It's, what they're doing is they're making rule regulations to stop people from doing what they uh, should be doing. The, the bigger picture is this is for the kids and the kids that, especially the, the ones that just can't afford to go travel and go up to Michigan and go to these other, I mean, they, they want to get to the best college, like Rashawn was saying, and, and get the best education and play for a school that they want to play for. And a lot of them just don't have the money to travel over the country. I mean, it takes money and they don't have it. And they're the lower tier kids that they might be turn out to be something special and you're actually stripping that away from them because the very fact is of the stupid rule that you think that it's all about Jim Harbaugh this is exactly what Rashawn was saying this is exactly all about Jim Harbaugh and that's exactly why I put that poll up on Twitter was the very fact is if there was any other coach than Hoke, if it was Hoke or anybody else, we wouldn't be going through this. It's the very fact that it's Jim Harbaugh and he's a lightning rod, and that the very fact is they're scared of him. And and, and I believe all college football is scared of him and what he can do. Yeah, I mean, if Coach sneeze, it makes national news. So, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it wasn't against the rules. He wanted to do satellite camps. And, I mean, it's just very frustrating. And then uh, – Coach Mike Danfoni, his yeah, oh yeah. today just really <laughs> just man pissed me off. I mean, like, oh yeah. come on, it's about the kids. You want to take a shot at us? I mean, yeah. happy siblings day, little sister. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. They just—he uh, always seems to kind of come in at the tail end of things and just make some small dumb comment that really just makes him look foolish. But back to the NCA for me, I mean, it just it. The level of stupid that this is, I mean, we're looking at the NCAA, and here they are, they're making new rules, yep, and yet they don't even enforce their old rules yep. on anything, and so their solution is just make more rules and that they can enforce, and so then that puffs them up and says, look, 
we're doing a good job. We're doing what we're supposed to do. We have rules now that we can enforce when for sports like basketball and you have issues at Louisville, Syracuse, and North Carolina, they don't even pull their heads out of their butts to do anything. And they're just spineless suits sitting at their desks writing paperwork and trying to find something that makes them look good and has national attention. This has more attention than those basketball issues and everything like that, and they're just trying to make themselves look good when they're looking like fools in every other category. Yeah, and then yeah, look at the old Miss um, recruiting violations they had. You don't see anybody talking about that very much, but no, these satellite camps seem to be taking on the whole new uh, news in itself and i'm like well why don't you worry about your own school and your own problems and what's going on with you and here we are talking about satellite camps the very fact is what you really think that we're going to come on in and and alabama and steal your best recruit well if we can then your school isn't very good or saban isn't the best recruiter um I believe Saban actually is a very good recruiter. So, you know, I, I don't think he should be worrying about anything. It's definitely, it's just screams in the fact that they are scared that Jim Harbaugh is a great coach and they're going to come in and sweep and get their best players. That's all this is about. And it's crazy because you guys hit it right on. I mean, we could really open up a can of worms talking about all the scandals that's going on. And yeah. especially with this AAU and basketball, I mean, it happens all the time. They have many other things that they need to be cleaning up instead of worrying about what Coach Harbaugh doing and if he going to Walmart today, if he's sneezing. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, climbing a tree. Yeah, climbing a tree. He got his shirt off. I mean, we're playing shirts. I mean, anything he does, he's tying his shoe. Well, he's tying his shoe in the parking lot. I mean, they want to make national news of it. I mean, I'm just tired of it. It's, you know, unfortunate. Like I told them, it's not hurting Michigan. Michigan is a national brand. We have a pro coach who's a rock star, NFL staff, and have any five-star, three-star, two-star, one-star, they have any aspirations of going to the NFL, then they're going to want to come play for Coach Jim Harbaugh. So at the bottom line, you guys just put that smoke screen up, but it, it really hurts the, the single parent that couldn't afford to get up to Michigan or, you know, and, and then Mike, Mark, Mike Danfoni, it even helped him, and he took a shot. That's why I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can't take it, man. It's, it's, uh, I almost yeah. threw my phone and broke it when I seen his tweet. <laughs> Me too. I'm not even going to give him credit and repeat even the nonsense he said. But, you know, that microphone is dangerous, man. You can't give people that mic, you know. Nope. Uh, my uh, pastor used to say, be careful, that microphone dangerous. Look at even David Shaw, man. Well, he blew me away with oh, his yes. comments. <laughs> what he said, yeah. Now, I will quote him. It doesn't make sense for us to hold a camp someplace where they might be one person in the entire state that's eligible to get into Stafford. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. He, he caused the backlash. He had some some kids leaning towards Stafford, and he was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, good good luck recruiting an SEC for the next few years there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, but just uh, the the other thoughts and everything that came into my head with this whole stupid NCA nonsense is also too how long it takes for them to do anything. Um, when it's all these huge scandals that we were discussing, but then. When it's something that's not even really hurting anything, like we had uh, 
said and yeah. mentioned, you know, this isn't really hurting anyone. I mean, the only bad thing is the effect on recruiting. They jump on it and they take care of it in what seems like no time flat. And and the discussion was going around with coaches and um, everything about how some coaches want time with their families and they don't want to be working constantly all the time and this is going to be taking away time from their families, which I... I <laughs> Honestly, with some of that, I mean, I, I, a guy, and I know that's pulling kind of excuses out of nowhere, but saying, you know, I, I'm a guy that I like to spend more time with my family. So there's a, a little bit of small understanding with that, but really if they wanted to break it down and I don't know what the conversation was, but I can, I feel like I can almost guarantee that this didn't even come up. Why wouldn't they even suggest just limiting the number of satellite camps you can do? I mean, another thing, too, is you have to have balance. I mean, common sense is not so common anymore. That's the purpose of them having all of these coaches on staff. You know what I mean? They could balance it out. You know, just you cover this, you cover that. Maybe Coach Bob over here, you go to Atlanta. You don't have to have your whole staff. I mean, it's just different ways around it. But, you know, to show you that this is the uh, Jim Harbaugh effect, it's quite funny that everybody's talking about uh, what a trash talker Jim Harbaugh is, but if you notice, he only responds to somebody else's big mouth. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, we can get this rule changed, and um, you know, be able to get more um, people in school to play. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ball. We need we need Mike Leach on the NCAA committee, man. Oh yeah. Okay. We do. Yeah, that guy, he just pretty much said in two words, he said, to describe this ruling is, and he's, quote, petty petty jealousies. That's it. Petty jealousies. He said, that's why this is going down. And he's at, Leach is absolutely right on that. It's it's because it's Jim Harbaugh. They're afraid of him. And to, you know, to hear Paul Feinbaum and his ridiculous. Oh, he's terrible. He's terrible, and Delaney, the actual NCA guy, and hearing his ruling and the bloviating and what he said was absolutely ridiculous. And when he knows damn well it came down to, you're making rule changes on the fly because of the very fact that he found a loophole that you had nothing in, nothing to do with. And the actual, it's not even a loophole for the reasons that they think. It's for the kids. The actual kids that don't really get the chance to go to Michigan or any other schools like that. If Alabama wants to fly their kids in and do a satellite camp in the Ann Arbor area, then fine, do it. They won't because it's too cold. But, you know, we I'm fine with that. I don't care. It's just the very fact is they know that, um, like Caleb said, I mean, you got the NCAA's got sec in his pocket or vice versa it's just ridiculous i mean sec is running the show yes it's obvious no doubt about it i mean and even when uh mike leach was talking about his conference was for satellite camps he's like he trying to figure out how they voted to shoot it down so something went on in that room you know i wouldn't be surprised if the brown paper bag was passed around and everybody <laughs> took a few dollars i mean it's just ridiculous i mean yeah. i Man, it's just it's sad. No, no one like they said. Mike said they should have had the student athletes on that panel. You know, gave them a voice. I mean, it's everybody's an expert, and everybody feel like they know. It's all about hardball. Bottom line, we know what it is. They can say what they want. 
It's about Jim Harbaugh yeah. in our backyard. Oh, yeah. And we're happy to have it that way. But, yeah, it, I anticipate that something might change with time. But this rule got put in so fast. This petition is going out there really fast, but it's gonna it's gonna take forever. They're gonna they're gonna come up with some dumb excuses. Say, yeah, we'll meet about it in two years, or some whatever. They probably can't accurately process the numbers or anything on how anything's affected until it's been in effect for two to four years or something. And so then they can't change it. They're gonna come up with some stupid. It's gonna be a while before some changes. <laughs> you, yeah. right. you, 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 you said they're going to come up with something stupid. You're right. Every time they meet, they come up with something dumb. Then they put it in effect immediately. Come on, man. I'm like, this is crazy. But, you know, <laughs> uh, they haven't even seen the after effects of what this is really going to do. Especially, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see how Stanford's recruiting class finally shapes up at the end of this this recruiting cycle. You blatantly talked about the student athletes' intelligence. That's wow. Oh yeah, you get the actual students and the players themselves tweeting this out. That a lot of them don't like. Khalid Hill man had a really good response. Peoples did too. On and Peoples hasn't even Peoples Jones hasn't even committed yet. And he said how much how greatly he benefited from these satellite camps and actually uh, Rashawn talking about when you were talking about the level of uh, competition it brought to, to go exactly. to these camps and, and being on that next level is how do you get the players that are three star, two star players, how do they get better? Well, you, they get better by the level of competition. You know, um, I remember when I went uh, in high school, I went for the swim team and I remember my coach throwing me in the, the fast lane and I was slower than everybody. I said, what are you throwing me in the you know lane four and five when I should be on the outside like six? And he goes, you're going to pick up your pace next to the person you're swimming next to who's faster and better than you. And I, I remember thinking that and thought it was, wow, what a great idea. It's the same thing. It's, it's, you're, you want their level of competition to come from a two-star to a three-star to a four-star guy. And that's why he said this, these are important to do. That's right. I mean, it's just, man, wow. We still going to have the Blueprint 17 recruiting class. Yeah. Which is not going to yeah. stop us. You know, I'm, I'm excited. You know, a lot of recruits were, um, you know, upset about it. And what I really love is social media, man, is so powerful. It's a powerful tool if you use it right. You know, um, interacting with the recruits, even just talking about, you know, classes you know and and um the school and the city and the team and you know they see the enthusiasm when they see the blueprint and they hear us on shows and podcasts like this i mean it's very exciting time and like i told wolverine nation we matter and i believe that we're gonna make up the difference of what's lacking with the satellite camps and i don't see no reason why we can't put on something even if it's just a matter of us going to different camps and different things and recording it, filming it and put it on social media and put it out there, you know, and I even thought about starting a recruiting service, um, yeah. you know, you know, to, uh, to help get the student athlete exposure and get them out there. Yeah, buddy. Sounds good. We know these uh, like camps are, you know, it's interesting. They're not new. They're not new. 
I mean, the thing is, they've been around for a long, long time. They just, they were at a smaller school level, and they didn't really matter until what James Franklin did at Vanderbilt. And then and Jim Harbaugh thought that was a good idea, too. And he jumped on that bandwagon and became a big issue. And <laughs> this is where I'm trying to... We're trying to tell people is how can you say it's not Jim Harbaugh when he he didn't come up with the idea Franklin did for um, for Vanderbilt and the very fact is Jim Harbaugh doesn't it's big news it tells you that Jim Harbaugh will recruit and be better at doing it than James Franklin will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is laughable. It really is, and it shows that they're they're afraid of coach. I don't care what they say. Yeah. When he oh, did yeah. it, James Franklin did it at Penn State, nobody had a problem with it. Nope. Harbaugh did it, everybody had a problem. Oh, I can't see why they can do this. Why he's going to Florida? Oh, my God. These guys, <laughs> those kids should be studying with their family for spring break. Oh, my goodness, what's going on? I mean, get out of here, man. Are you kidding me? I made big news about it. Who could possibly have it better than us? Nobody. That's why they just. I mean, now, now, Caleb, Caleb, you mentioned like what are like let's say they brought satellite camps. What would be some of the things that they could do? Let's say they brought a bat. Would they you know regulate it? How would they you know do less of them? I, mean, I, yeah, you- I would I would anticipate. I mean, because I well, let's be honest. We're working with the NCAA, like I mentioned. I mean, they they will act so quickly when they when it is their action, their choice. But when they are being pressed by another group, by the people, the athletes, or whatever, to actually get something done, it seems like it takes a century, yeah. since decades. And so it's going to be a while before they even do anything. And I honestly do anticipate that they're going to say that they have to see the rule enforced, see the effect of the rule before they actually can even consider changing the rule. Right. That's why I anticipate. And then, but my, from the very beginning, I was just like, if you want to essentially even, even things out with satellite camps and monitor it better and make sure nobody goes too crazy with it then just limit the number like say you can do four a year or some whatever i mean say four ten two one whatever just you don't have to eliminate it and then also if somebody hosts a satellite camp somewhere else yeah that's something you know is there you know was that one is there can you have another college or another smaller college like uh, host a satellite camp and have michigan be there yeah i i don't know i mean i know that um in the ruling and everything, they specifically said things about having camps at university uh, property or facilities or something like that. And people were mentioning now Michigan needs to buy property in Florida or something and just put up a building uh, to sidestep the rule. I have no idea. Got some money to do it. Yeah, if anybody does, Michigan does, that's for sure. So I, uh, in Harbaugh, everybody knows he's already got some going and when they already talked about getting rid of satellite camps he's probably got some ready i mean maybe not as quickly to do something this year but probably next year he's got something going on he's prepared for when they're gonna move really quickly and shut down his spring break trip so he's probably got something some thought process going on with that so and if we notice anything about coach when he's quiet he's planning 
Everybody's oh, yeah. waiting on a response. When he do respond, it's going to be a bombshell that's going to go viral on Twitter. But he's been planning. He's been quiet, meditating, praying about it. When he dropped his bomb, he, he's so so many steps ahead of everybody else. You know, um, he, they didn't want to work. Rihanna got that song, work, 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 work. But <laughs> they didn't want to work. Harbaugh was still in recruits, they felt like. And so they cried to the NCAA. And they fixed it temporarily, or think they fixed it, but they didn't stop nothing. Because look, we we're thankful for any free press we get, even this. Yeah. Everybody talking about Michigan. They even calling it the Harbaugh rule now. You see, so they can't do nothing to stop us. Yeah. Well, he, uh, you were saying how he's always planning. When he's quiet, he's always planning. Uh, he's already doing stuff because I mean there was that information that came out too. He's doing what is it? Uh, he's a graduation speaker. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's just he's just right back at it, and he's right where he wants to be. And there's what are they going to start regulating that coaches can't be graduation speakers? Watch, because watch he be in demand for that now. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be doing. Uh, probably like three a week he'll just go down south and do three a week do one monday do one wednesday do one friday and do the same thing the following week yes man i'm excited man nobody can stop us yeah i mean rashawn how what, how do you think this rule and what it came down to what are you hearing from some of these recruits that haven't committed to us i mean to me i would assume and let me know if i'm wrong that these recruits that might have thought about Michigan are actually ticked off that the very fact that this rule came down and will it affect their decision? Will it affect their commitment? Does it bump up Michigan a little bit more that we're being almost, uh, we're being censored in a way by the NCAA. Does it affect the recruit recruits you're hearing from and what they're doing? Yes, yes. From a lot of the recruits that I talked to, um, you know, that maybe was on the fence. So it's making us more attractive. It's kind of like, you know, everybody in school saying, don't go to the prom with that girl. She's ugly, but everybody <laughs> knows deep down she's hot. You know, <laughs> fine. You know? So they secretly like, hey, you need a prom date? And they want to take that girl. So it's making, um, even with the parents, you know, they're upset and they're like, wow. Yeah. They're so intimidated by this man, it makes them intrigued and makes them want to get up and close and personal with Michigan and, and the coach Harbaugh and the coaching staff even more. So that's why I said I'm thankful for the free press anyway. You know, we and it's you haven't heard coach say a word right now about this, right? No. no. Every day, all on Twitter, all on ESPN, all these media outlets, they're calling it the Harbaugh rule and they're steady talking about who. Michigan. So that makes us attractive and in the ear of other recruits. So, you know, I'm telling you, I haven't said nothing, but I'm dropping bombs. My DM be on fire. They just gave me more fuel to talk to the recruits about. I'm like, what is it that they're so afraid of this man for that they don't want him in Alabama? They don't want him in Florida. And I said, you want to be the best, come be coached by the best, and play against the best. And so they like, wow, you're right, you're right. I say, man, y'all need to get to Michigan by any means necessary. You know, people get what they want to get. So if you want to get to Michigan, you need to get there. But the caps help those parents, like I said, those single parents that maybe couldn't afford to get to Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Michigan can come to them. 
you know, and, and that's where this is such a hypocritical move and it's frustrating, but it's going to make, um, we'll just come up with another avenue. I see yeah. another avenue coming where those, you know, student athletes would be able to get that exposure and whoever come up with it. And I think it'd be us first, first to market always win. It's going to be uh, very beneficial for them, whoever come yeah. up with something first. Yeah, well, that's that's really interesting to hear you say that, especially with your perspective and your insight with the recruits that you're talking to. And I was curious about that because, you know, thinking about it and uh, kind of how Craig asked it, I, I was imagining that if I was a recruit and I wasn't able to see Michigan and then uh, Satellite Camp was going to provide that opportunity with me, then the NCAA comes in and basically robs you of that opportunity. It makes me look at it from the perspective of, like, the uh, the – relationship that your friends or your parents talk to you about and it's just like no you're, you're not allowed to see that person anymore you're not allowed to date that girl <laughs> yeah it, ju- it just makes it more attractive it just exactly. makes you more, you're more you're more interested you're just like you're doing everything you can to have that not to not out of disobedience but just like you want what you can't have i mean it's just like this like uh you see we we think about this growing up you did things that you saw your parents do not what they told you not to do you know what i mean and what i mean by that is okay hey don't drink kool-aid but you see dad drinking kool-aid you're gonna want to drink kool-aid oh yeah exactly so you know they don't go to michigan or don't do that guess what it's making them want to go to michigan i wonder why 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 would they do this to coach harbaugh because he was coming down here so it makes us very attractive and put it this way fellas all i'm gonna say is a lot of fellas want to take that girl to the prom. <laughs> yes. It will be great. I, I'm not, and like we've said, I'm not worried about this. I mean, I just think that it's run. It's a bunch of scumbags making stupid decisions. But, I mean, as far as how it really truly affects Michigan, there's no real concern on my part. It's it, the... The uh, engine is still fueled, and the jackhammer is still going, and it's not going to stop anything. Uh, it might just put a little bump in the road, but it's it's going to yeah. be good. I think it still- really what it does is not. I don't think it harms us. I think what it does is it sheds a big light on what the SEC is trying to do with the NCAA and the rules, and how they're trying to regulate rules on the fly. Right. And that tells me right there is the SEC is going to be more hated and more looked at closely by uh, people like us and fans. And um, the very fact is the NCAA seems to not even be running the show now. It seems the the bigger conferences like the SEC and the ACC. I mean, it's and it's terrible. It's so frustrating, guys. I mean. Man, it can't. It's not going to hurt hurt us at all. But I tell you, the schools it will hurt is like Bowling Green, yeah, Penn State, Toledo's. You know, yeah, hurt those students that could have got a a, a full ride scholarship to go play a game that they love. That maybe they wasn't a a a Michigan player, or but they could have played at Bowling Green, and you took the camp away where they can get exposed. Yeah, man, it's just you know because of Harbaugh. And like you said, the SEC is running the show. 
I mean, even when they get caught in these scandals and all of that, they don't even bring the punishment down on these schools, right? Well, they still talking about the Tennessee thing with Peyton Manning happened years ago, and they just going <laughs> to slap them on the wrist. I mean, it's just frustrating, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they pay for players. They Everybody yeah. know it. They pay for players. They don't want to get creative. Coaches, Harbaugh is innovative, creative. He's using technology. He's always 20 steps ahead. By the time they catch up, he's another mile ahead of them. And, you know, they just they want to continue to bring that checkbook out. And they don't want to uh, work. Like Rihanna said, work, 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 work. They want to cry. You got to stop Harbaugh. He's down there getting our kids. Remember when he got hired? I don't know if it was. Uh, what coach it was talking about he's not going to get any recruits that SEC wants we're going to get him and then this class he came in with we got quite a few <laughs> so yeah like we got to stop yeah, him. yeah if you don't stop this this is going to be crazy <laughs> and he come in there effective immediately yeah, yeah. over crazy oh man yeah oh man could could go on all night man it's ridiculous the stupidity well i think the very fact is jim harwell being quiet about it is making me even more smiling and laughing and and watching all the other coaches chime in on this is pretty funny and he hasn't even chimed in on it (laughs) i love it silence cannot be misquoted it's silence is golden oh yeah (laughs) but man but the thing is, is, you know, you got schools like Bama. They don't even need a satellite camp to recruit. They just have they have players that go want to go there. And I think Saban's looking at Michigan as they're gonna they're the they're a waking giant that they're gonna be on the level of Bama, where we're like, we're gonna get to a point to where we're not even gonna have to go very far. To get mm-hmm. these five-star, four-star guys, they're going to want to come to Michigan themselves. And you're starting to see it already. They're already saying, I'm committing right now, way and, early, too. And then it's like, uh, man, I talk to a lot. I'm all the way out in 2019 talking to recruits. Yeah. And they're sending me their highlight tapes. And uh, we got a coach here in the city, man. This guy started a new program. He's working out a lot of studs. He has a uh, 6'3", 320-pound eighth grader. This kid is a monster. He's working out. Matter of fact, I'm going to feature him on the blueprint. I'm going to go film his workout. You know, and I've been talking to him. This kid's strong as an ox, man. He reminds me of Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Hey, great. I mean, he's going to be a matchup problem. And the kid already is like, hey, go blue, go blue. I mean, he got other schools talking to him and stuff. He said he grew up a Michigan fan. He wants to go to Michigan. Yep. So I'm like, wow, look at this. And then, um, you know, I have uh, some recruits. They ask him, do you think I have what it takes? They class of 2019. They're like, you think I got what it takes to uh, go to Michigan? I'm like, keep working. Keep working. Well, yeah, that's the thing, too, though. And, of course, uh, I may have a skewed perspective because I'm not um, on top of all the college football talk. It's mostly just Michigan. But, I mean, you're seeing all these top recruits saying, you know, I'm still waiting for that Michigan offer. I mean, doesn't mean right. that they're going to be going to Michigan, but they're excited for it. They're waiting for it. How often do you hear that with other colleges? I mean, I can imagine over the few years it's probably been talk with Alabama, but that's it. Michigan hasn't won a national championship in almost two decades, whatever. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. That's and so about it's, to change real soon, fellas. That's why yep. they, they mad. 
Yeah, and so you've got uh, all these top players saying that they're waiting for, they can't wait to get uh, an offer from schools they'll say about Alabama or something like that. Yeah, because they've been winning national championships. And here, Harbaugh's at the school one year, uh, does a great job, awesome job, and you already have all these athletes um, saying that, I just want to get that offer from Michigan. I, that's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm excited for. It's the hype man. He's got it going. He got it going. I mean, they talking about uh, Michigan. Remember how when he first came, it's like, oh, it's going to take a couple of years. He's got the Brady Hope players. Like, they don't know Coach Harbaugh, man. He turns, he's a turnaround king, man. Michigan is back. The moment that they hired him, Michigan was back. And this recruiting class is so special that they had Lavert Hill, David Long. I mean, on top to bottom, Carlo Kim. I mean, these guys are yep. Really good, and that's why Nick Saban. I bet you we only know what they were saying in the media. I bet you, man, they was emailing and calling every day because he went to Alabama, got Kingston Davis. I mean, he, look at the stud he got. Oh yeah, watch. I mean, he loaded up. Michigan class is loaded. I'm, man, I'm excited. And I start the momentum. It's gonna just keep keep picking up. Blueprint seventeen. I love it. I just love it. I'm excited, fellas. I'm yeah, one thing that Michigan's got that these, like, Bama doesn't have, I mean, yeah, Bama's got the train rolling as far as championships and a good recruiting class, top three every year, but they don't have the football tradition and they do not have the academics as we do. And, and then, you know, the uh, different recruits love competition. Yeah. That was, they looking like that was a punk move, Coach uh, Saban. I was a punk move. We want to compete with these guys. You know what I mean? So they right. looking, man, wait a minute. What's going on? You know? Yeah, she's more perfect guy that, I mean, he could have easily transferred and been the clear starter at Green like you were talking about or any of those other Mac colleges. He could easily started, but what did he do? He stayed. Would he stay if he knows he's not going to start? And he probably won't start this year because he knows that Michigan scholarship means a hell of a lot more than a lot of those colleges that he could go to. He wants that Michigan scholarship, and that matters. That matters. Yep. I'm excited about it, Charles. I'm excited. So what you guys thinking uh, for the season? What's your prediction? Mm. We said um, I was saying one loss. Uh, the games that were, of course, the concerns were on the road at Michigan State and Ohio State. I think that we're going to take down Michigan State. Uh I almost have no question about that, not guaranteeing it, but I really feel like Harbaugh is going to be on top of that one. So the two games that I see that the possible loss could come from are on the road at Iowa or on the road at Ohio State. And I'll be down there. We ain't losing to them. I'm going to be screaming to the top of my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sean, I said, I said there's no way. There's no way. There's no, 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 no way. That Harbaugh is going to lose to Michigan State again. There's no way. And it took a miracle for them to beat us. Yeah, there's uh, no. I mean, he's going to have them so pumped. And I mean, you look at our schedule. You're going to get all these games beforehand before that game at State. That we're going to have our quarterbacks all ready to go. Not like remember Rudock. He came in at a number what uh, top five Utah game. He yeah. was fresh. He was raw. He didn't. He did. He really didn't have his 
uh, click with um, Chesson and Darbo and throwing to him and his um, chemistry with those two two guys, and he was just off. But if you look at our first four games, and you're going to get our, our clicking by the time we get the state. So the only team I even see us losing to right now, it would be Ohio State. Just because of the very fact that they're loaded top to bottom, but even that they're bringing in a, a new running back. They got uh, new defensive guys on their team. So if we're gonna beat them. We gotta beat them now. Man, we're gonna be reloading. We're gonna beat them, man. I can't stand that team down there. <laughs> we beat. We're gonna beat them. What I really hope to get back uh, on that quarterback tip. If O'Corn can beat. Um, Winston, then that means he's yeah. something special, you know. Because, yeah. like you said, you brought it back up. Um, that Utah game was tough for him to come in, you know, Jake to come in like that. That's right. And uh, but look how he developed, and you know, Harbaugh's a guru with them quarterbacks, you know. And that was the spring game, so we can't just judge him off the spring game, you know. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I I see Michigan winning this Big Ten. Yeah, we're gonna be right. We're gonna be right there, and uh, I can't wait to go smack Ohio. Yeah, and then you got the new coaches like Caleb was bringing up. I mean, you got how, how many of those? Five, I think. Five, four yeah. or five. Four or five new coaches were going up. You know, I was saying Rashawn and uh, Caleb a while back. As I was saying, if you look at the last uh, two years ago, the very fact is our team was struggling because we were barely, barely beaten teams like um teams we should be beating by two or three touchdowns you would get the you know the second string the third string guys out there but we were barely even winning these games that we should be winning by by two or three touchdowns that hope had us in and i i don't see that happening this year at all i see us winning by two to three and then getting the other guys in and playing yeah for sure i believe that uh coach is going to have that team so fired up, even with the little things they're doing, trying to stop all those trips to Florida, trying to stop the satellite camps and all that. I believe he's going to use that as motivation to just make teams pay for lining up across from us. And uh, I'm really yeah. excited about Rashawn Gary, fellas. When this guy, you see our, his workouts? Oh, my God. The kid looked like he could pick <laughs> up an 18-wheeler. Yeah. He's, you think oh, are they going to redshirt him? No, I believe he coming in playing right away. Sorry. Right away? Yeah, I thought so. Okay. He's in that rotation right away. Yeah. He got special written all over. Yeah, I think Kayla even brought up a pretty good question. What was um, Walker will be redshirted. Oh, Kareem? Yeah. Yeah, Kareem Walker, he, um, I like his running style. Like I said, I didn't realize he was that big. You know, being on the side, like, yeah. right, he was right front of him. Like, wow. He looks for the contact, too. Um, you know, when he's running that ball, I, I don't see him red shirt. I don't know. Um, it could happen, but right now I think I think he needs to play. I think, I think he can help uh, Michigan. And then, you know, God forbid any injuries, you always want to have another stud that you can pull right off the stable. Yeah, we got uh, Isaac Smith, Walker. Who else? Was, oh, Johnson. Yeah, I mean, it's competition everywhere on the team. Coach got some decisions to make, and I'm quite sure he'll make the right ones that'll benefit the team, you know, down the road. But I believe Walker can help 
they was even talking about using him on special teams as well. He a big, strong back. I see Walker playing this year. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Well, before we get too far on uh, other conversations and other topics, I had a little bit of cutting out uh, with their, I don't know if it was just my headphones or anything. So uh, hopefully before any issues come up with our tech or anything, uh, we've I don't have the exact time, but we've got this one running pretty long. So I'm actually going to probably go ahead and cut it off here. Before we do all the sign-off and everything, um, Rashawn, if you want to share where people can find you on Twitter and what uh, your website is and everything. Yes, you can follow me um, on Twitter, at Rashawn Reeves, that's R-A, capital S-E-A-N, last name Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S, that's at Rashawn Reeves on Twitter. And my website is theblueprintmichigan.com. You can go there. You catch all the uh, YouTube videos, the weekly show. We drop a show every week. The Blueprint Michigan, all spelled out. And I look forward to hearing from Wolverine Nation. Yes, that's right. That's awesome. Well, we thank you, Rashawn, for taking time to talk with us. We always have a great uh, partnership working with them and everything. And actually, we're kind of, um, you'll see it on our website. Uh, we're kind of forming a group co- uh, coalition collaborative what you whatever you might want to call it uh, we're going to be forming uh, what's called the blue network which uh, we're going to be focused on giving Michigan fans the best and most accurate information that we can but most importantly uh, information with integrity uh, making sure that things are handled appropriately because there are a lot of false sources out there there are a lot of um, wrong ways that you can access information and all that and so we are going to be a self-check organization probably adding to it over time and everything but right now we have the blueprint and the blue brother sportscast working together so uh, you'll see that on logo on our website as well but you can find us now like we said website blue brother sportscast um well i was going to give our email bluebrothersportscast.com uh, our email is still bluebrotherssportscast at gmail.com. That might change here shortly. Uh, we've got our voicemail number up there on the website. I actually, for some reason, don't have it on me right now. But you can find us on Twitter at bluebros underscore and our name. So that is at B-L-U-E-B-R-O-S underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. But we thank you all for tuning in. And... It was awesome that we were able to finally able to connect all of us together here for an episode. So, uh, Sean, thanks again, man. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a riot. You got it. Yes, and so we uh, thank you all for tuning in. We hope you all have a great week. And as always, go blue. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue.